All right, let's go through this little checklist here. Is it the weekend? Check. Is it October, almost November? Check. Is it getting a little cool outside? Check. Well, guess what? That all adds up to. We're in the thick of college football season, and boy, is it going to get good over the next couple of weeks, and it's going to get real good here this weekend. Hello, it's the Y'all Kickoff Show, and I'm John Rawl. Week number nine has arrived, and for the next two hours, we're going to walk through all of the big matchups going on in college football with a little bit of a Southern focus, if you don't mind, because here on the weekend edition of the Y'all Show, we turn into a two-hour fun escapade of all things college football with a with a southern accent and if you join us here today you're going to learn about all the big matchups going on for example in the big 12 in the next segment our friend the barrister of bodacious barbecue and bodacious big 12 talk is going to be on matt hermans and we'll walk you through the lineup including oklahoma hitting the road this weekend they don't have the sooner sooner schooner they're going to be hitting the road without the sooner schooner and they're not going to have the sooner schooner i don't think the rest of the year by the way if you saw the news out on that after it took a tumble last weekend in norman yes we've got big 12 talk coming up in just a few minutes with the barrister and then at the end of hour one we've got our friend General Gridiron Field Marshal of Football foretelling coming on with his fun take on what's going on in football here this weekend. All that in our first hour of today's Y'all Show. When we flip the script and go into the second hour, we'll start it off today with SEC football on our mind and perhaps the game of the weekend in college football. It's a top 10 matchup. It's number nine Auburn with only one loss on the season headed to Tiger Stadium to take on the number two LSU Tigers. And this is going to be an epic mid-afternoon battle on CBS and we'll break it all down. In fact, we'll hear from the head coach of those Bayou Bengals Ed Orgeron, as he had his weekly press conference this week, we've got some audio of him kind of getting us ready for the big game with Auburn. And speaking of Auburn, we'll hear from the quarterback, not the head coach, but the coach of the offense, at least out on the field. And that's youngster Bo Nix, the freshman, looking very good here in his first season on the Plains. And he had some thoughts about this big matchup with the LSU Tigers. And we'll get all that your way at the start of hour number two. Later on in hour number two, we'll have our ACC spotlight. We'll welcome back in Jonathan Leifheit of CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network. And we'll walk through all the fun in ACC action going on this weekend. There's a rivalry game going on. The victory bells up for grabs between the Tar Heels and the Duke Blue Devils. We'll have all that fun with ACC coverage from Jonathan Leifheit. And then we'll close out today's Y'all Kickoff Show with college football lanyard. We'll take a look around all of the American Conference games, the Conference USA action, and Sunbelt action. Plus, we'll take a look at not only the standings, but the rankings of FCS football and showcase some of the big FCS games going across Dixie on this football Saturday. Now, that is what we call here in the South one heck of a show And we're just glad that you could join us. By the way, if you want to weigh in with a game and you want to share your thoughts on your favorite football team, we welcome that feedback. Our telephone number is 803-816-1170. Our website is y'all.com. On Facebook, you can find us there, and that's y'all.com on Facebook. Like our page, 
and each and every week when we have the y'all kickoff show available you can get it right there on your facebook feed your news feed you don't even have to go looking for it it'll show up magically all because of the wonders of technology and also because of the y'all.com facebook page so thank you hope y'all are getting ready for a big weekend and let's not hold back let's kind of walk you through what's going on here on this big weekend Number 16, SMU in Houston kind of get things going here this weekend with the Thursday night game at Houston's Tadecki Stadium. Now to football Saturday, and we've got a top 13 matchup taking place at Ohio Stadium in Columbus as the bludgeoned Badgers ride into Columbus for a game as Wisconsin's at 13, Ohio State ranked number three. They are undefeated 7-0, and and this should have been a battle of two unbeatens, but somebody forgot to tell Wisconsin – that they had to play a full game last week when they went down to Champaign and faced off against the Illini and Levy Smith as the Illini fought, bought, they fought back. And before the buzzer sounded at the end, they had a walk-off field goal and got the victory over a very good Wisconsin bunch. And Wisconsin now with that one loss on the season probably cost them a chance for a national championship. You, you don't lose to Illinois and then find yourself playing for national titles. But they've got a lot of respect that they want to earn back, and that's what they can do starting here this weekend with this Week 9 matchup. It'll be on Fox from Ohio Stadium. It's an early game. It's Ohio State-Wisconsin starting at 12 o'clock Columbus time, 11 o'clock Madison time between the Badgers and OSU. That's Ohio State University. And I only say that because up next is a matchup from the Big 12 And it's not OSU, but OU that's going to be on the road in Manhattan, Kansas. This is a game televised on ABC starting at noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Manhattan, Kansas time from Bill Snyder Family Stadium in Manhattan, K-State and OU, K-State with two losses on the year. Remember, early on they went into Starkville and got a big SEC win. So this is not your really struggling K-State team. They even had a big win last weekend against TCU. And Oklahoma comes in 7-0, and and Jalen Hurts is on a warpath. You can probably find him not in Manhattan, Kansas, but Manhattan as in New York in a couple of weeks whenever they give the Heisman out. He's sure to be there as, as one of the finalists and is well on his way to becoming Oklahoma's third consecutive Heisman Trophy winner. If he, he may be the best one yet if things continue to go his way. The Alabama Crimson Tide transfer to Norman. So that game out of the Big 12 starts at 12 Eastern, 11 Central between OU and Kansas State. Some Big Ten fun. The Hawkeyes of Iowa, they go to the Chicago suburbs. They've got an appointment with the Northwestern Wildcats. This game set for 12 Eastern, 11 Central on ESPN2 from Ryan Field and Evanston. And Iowa kind of had they've had that up and down season so far. They are 5-2 and two and ranked in the top 20. Northwestern can't buy a win this season. This is a team that played for a Big Ten title last year against Ohio State. And this year, things have just not gone very well for Coach Fitzgerald. And the Cats and the Hawkeyes will be your early game out of the Big Ten there on ESPN2. How about the Appalachian State Mountaineers? They are ranked 21st in the land. And they're going to be down at the beach as they're leaving their mountain perch there in Boone and headed to Mobile for a game early on ESPNU. This is App State and South Alabama. The Jags sitting at 1-6 and six for the season. They are not exactly the App State of that part of the Sun Belt Conference. 
but they're going to welcome in this 21st ranked Appalachian State Mountaineer team in a Sun Belt game from Lad Peebles Stadium in Mobile. Again, this is your early game on ESPNU. On the SEC side of things, Auburn will be going down to Death Valley as the Tigers and LSU have your mid-afternoon game on CBS from Tiger Stadium, Baton Rouge. Auburn, of course, with the one loss on the season as they fell at the Swamp a couple of weeks back. LSU, perfect, 7-0. and LSU gets to play Auburn this week. Then they get a breather. Then they play at Alabama in two weeks. But they don't want to look too far ahead. They know this is a huge opportunity to move to 8-0 and and set up that big showdown with Nick Saban where you might have a number one versus number two program, not only from the same conference but same division, coming up in a couple of weeks. But first things first they got to control Bo Nix. they got to shut down the Gus bus, and it should be a SEC West dandy from Tiger Stadium. Not Saturday night in Death Valley, but more of a Saturday afternoon in DV, as this is your CBS game here on this football weekend. Another Big Ten battle to tell you about, number six, Penn State. Boy, they looked really good last week taking care of business against the Michigan Wolverines. And now they hit the road to East Lansing, as they face off against a Michigan State Spartan team at Spartan Stadium. This should be a good one on ABC. Don't think that Michigan State's just going to roll over as the Sparties are 4-3 and three overall. And, of course, Coach D'Antonio always puts a, a good team together, especially when he has a chance for a big upset. And that's what this 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central kick provides there at Spartan Stadium. Out of the Big 12, you got a matchup of number 15, Texas, Going over to Fort Worth and Amon C. G. Carter Stadium has this battle. TCU is going to have some real interesting uniforms set up for this game. Texas rides in with a 5-2 and two mark. Nearly lost to Kansas last weekend. And Texas at 15 in the country. This game on Fox, it starts at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Fort Worth time. And we'll see who emerges victorious don't think that Texas is going to walk in and walk out with a with a victory. TCU is going to play for a lot of passion and pride, and they want to beat Texas. This is a big game in Fort Worth, and if they can somehow knock off the horns, the Horned Frogs will be 4-3 and three and back on track to go to a decent bowl game. Maybe not get into the Big 12 championship this year, but that's a big game there in the Metroplex. Another Big Ten game to tell you about. A lot of Big Ten teams rank these days. Maryland's not one of them, but Minnesota is. Hey, they've kind of gone under the radar, but congratulations to the Golden Gophers. They're undefeated at 7-0. and Now, I can't tell you they've really knocked off any spectacular teams yet on the schedule. I don't think they've played Ohio State. They haven't played Michigan even, I don't think. And they haven't even played... They Yeah, they, they beat Nebraska, but Nebraska's not necessarily the best team out there these days. I'm not sure who all they've defeated. Uh, maybe they defeated Rutgers, which is not saying a lot. By the way, Rutgers is a dog this weekend at their own stadium against Hugh Freeze and the Liberty Flames. That's pretty embarrassing. Maryland goes to Minneapolis for a game at TCF Bank Stadium. This is set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on ESPN as Maryland looks, or rather Minnesota, hopes to get win number eight and stay in the hunt for a Big Ten title berth. The other OSU of the world, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, are 4-3. and three, And after some tough games against Texas Tech as well as Baylor, the Pokes will be in Ames to visit the Iowa State Cyclones. This game at Jack Trice Stadium set for a 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Ames time kick on Fox Sports 1. 
Coach Gundy this week was asked about some of the ups and downs of his program. And if you haven't had a chance to see that, it's pretty good. That guy, whenever the heat is on, he has a way with words. Even with that mullet, he can come out with some good ones. So this should be a fun matchup. Some really good battles of coaches in this one between Gundy and Coach Campbell of the Iowa State Cyclones. Again, this on Fox Sports 1, set for a 3.30 Eastern kick. Alabama shouldn't have too big of a problem and too much of a challenge coming from the Arkansas Razorbacks as the Hogs roll in to Bryant-Denny for a game set for 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Tuscaloosa time, this on ESPN, and Alabama heavily favored in this one. Alabama looking to punch the victory ticket here, take a breather, and then host those LSU Tigers in two weeks. Arkansas 2-5, and five, and they've had some tough luck here recently with that Game they had against Texas A&M, I think, was pretty pretty bittersweet. And they've had an opportunity in another game or two along the way. But last week, Auburn really took it to them there in Fayetteville. And now they hit the road to a extremely tough venue, Bryant-Denny Stadium. In the ACC, we I don't think we mentioned a single ACC game here because I don't think they have anybody of note in the top 25 we've come upon yet. But Clemson is in the top 25. The Tigers are ranked number four this week. And they host the Boston College Eagles from Memorial Stadium, Death Valley, Clemson, South Carolina. This is going to be on the ACC end starting at 7.30, Death Valley time. Death Valley, South Carolina, that is. Another Big Ten game. This one is not a conference game, but number 19, Michigan, has independent Notre Dame riding into Michigan Stadium. The Big House hosts this game on ABC. Should be a great matchup here of only about the 44th time these historic programs have ever gotten together on the gridiron, you'd think with them only being about a three-hour drive apart from each other, they would have more appointments, but that's not the case here. I know last year, the Irish were able to defeat Michigan at home, and that kind of helped propel them throughout the rest of the season to get to the college football playoff. That didn't work out too well for Brian Kelly's squad. This year at Michigan Stadium, they have a chance to knock off Coach Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Again, this is set for a 7.30 Ann Arbor time kick on ABC. To the Pac-12 and the Sun Devils of Arizona State are going to be playing a resurgent UCLA football team as Coach Chip Kelly's team now 2-5. and five, What we thought was a team that was left for dead has had a little bit of life here in the last couple of weeks. And at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, the Sun Devils at 5-2. and two, Coach Edwards doing a much better job there this year. And this game on the Pac-12 Network set for a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central time. And I guess that would be a 4.30 Hollywood time kick between the Bruins and the Sun Devils. Another Pac-12 game going on on this football Saturday on FS1. You can tune in late for a game that starts at 10 Eastern, 9 Central, as the Cal Bears go to Utah. Cal, which started out the season pretty good. They were in the top 25. Things were going well. Then they kind of had the rails fall off there in Berkeley. The Bears now sit at 4-3. and They'll be visiting Utah. The Utes are at number 12 this week and are 6-1 and one overall this game in Salt Lake City's Rice-Eccles Stadium, set for a 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central time kick on Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1. And our final Pac-12 game of note to tell you about in our final top 25 matchup is Oregon hosting the Washington State Cougars. Oregon 6-1 and one, had that big win in Seattle against the UW Huskies last weekend, and now the Ducks return home to Alton Stadium 
and they face off against a Washington State team that has actually had the best of the Ducks for the last four to five years. It was, I think, 2015. Since 2015, Coach Leach and the Cougars, the Pirate of the Palouse, has gotten those Cougars to a win against the Ducks all these years. And can they keep the trend going here? It's going to be tough. Oregon, again, ranked number 11. Things are going well. They are the best team in the Pac-12 right this second, although Utah nipping on their heels. This game set for an ESPN telecast. It's going to start at 1030 Eastern, 930 Central from Eugene. The Cougs and the Quackers. And that's a quick look at the top 25 action here on the ninth weekend of college football. Now, as we continue on the Y'all Kickoff Show, we'll start off after this break with a look at Big 12 action. And then in the second hour today, we'll have a look at SEC and ACC fun, plus the Group of Five and FCS games of note in our college football land yap. And don't forget, at the end of this hour, we'll have General Gridiron with his rather unusual and humorous take on the weekend's football games. What a show we've got coming your way, the Y'all Kickoff Show. So hang on, Big 12 Fun is up next on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. I'm um, agnostic on the casserole. I've had some very good ones. I've had some, uh, I've had some shrimp and grit casserole, uh, which I thought was very good there in the past. Uh, that I've had some other casseroles I can take or leave. I'll tell you that uh, biscuit and sausage and gravy casserole sounds like something that I would 
almost certainly be into at first. Yeah, for sure. I know a lot of people, and you're the you're the barrister here, so I may be a little bit off on this, but I don't think I am. Especially if you got one of those early eleven Central Time kicks, casserole uh-huh. seemed to be a good tailgate option. Oh, absolutely! I would agree, especially something you know very very southern like that, with you got some biscuits, sauce, and gravy. You got everything put together, so. You know, if you're watching college game day or you're watch, you're getting ready for, uh, you know, an early kick, uh, especially on a brisk kind of fall day, um, you might not want to have all your separate little ingredients there to put together if you want some B&G, biscuit and gravy. Uh, so you throw it together in a casserole and, man, you got this nice square congealed pizza <laughs> piece of food that you can easily get right down into the, to the, to the stomach there. So... Uh, I love that idea. Cool day, casserole, biscuits and gravy all in one. Mm. I think it's fantastic. I also think it provides, sounds like it provides a heck of a base for the uh, beverages that's going to go on throughout the rest of the day. You always want to have that nice base for the for the cold beverages. I knew it. See, casseroles just aren't just for uh, church picnics. Yeah, you can have them on game day. And that, the voice of Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, joining me here. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show, where we talk more than just college football. We, we get that stomach ready for game day, too. And by the way, on Tuesdays on the Y'all Show, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans, makes a visit. And we talk barbecue and, and Big 12 football on the syndicated Y'all Show and here, this show, the Y'all Kickoff Show, is sort of our weekend celebration of the Y'all Show, where we turn into a two-hour all-college football show. What a deal. Well, enjoy your casserole if you got an early game here on this football weekend. If you got a late game, casseroles are good any time of day. So enjoy, enjoy. And yes, we appreciate you, Matt. And we appreciate y'all.com, which has a lot of these great casserole recipes. You can go to y'all.com and do a little digging and get you all set up for, for game day. But as we said, Matt Hermans is more than just our barbecue guy. He's our big 12 guy. And he's on with us now to get you ready for week nine of big 12 football we're going to walk through the lineup of the conference a couple of teams don't have to play this day they're having a little bit of a breather as we get you ready like for example baylor and i guess it's west virginia are the two teams that don't have a game because they're getting ready to face off on thursday of next week as undefeated baylor has those mountaineers coming in to mclean stadium However, the biggie, perhaps, of the Big 12 is a game going on at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Oklahoma, ranked number five in the country, heads there to take on K-State and their first-year coach. Matt Hermans is here to help us get ready for kickoff. This is a early game, 12 noon, 11 Manhattan time on ABC. What you thinking there, Barrister of Big 12 football? I'm thinking... Uh... Great, great win for Kansas State against uh, the other purple team, the TC Horn Frogs. But Oklahoma looks is a uh, juggernaut at this point. I think Oklahoma is going to to go ahead, go into that hostile environment, and win that football game. Um, not not exactly uh, breaking any type of uh, controversial news here, but Oklahoma is looking as good as they have looked, um, particularly defensively, like we talked about before, but. Yeah, I don't see Oklahoma being. Uh, you know, we talked about Baylor. That could be a that could be a uh, showdown there on the Brazos. But 
the schedule uh, is kind of working out to look pretty good for Oklahoma. They will they will certainly meet someone in the Big Twelve title game. Uh, whether they meet Texas again will be you know uh, yet to de- be determined. I'm sure they might like to meet Texas again with, um, with the way that game kind of went. But uh, yeah, I think Oklahoma go take care of business in a again a underrated hostile environment. Uh, we've kind of had our Bill Snyder watch all year, and I think uh, you know he's feeling pretty comfortable after that TCU win, kind of kicking his feet back. So he's uh, he's feeling pretty good. I think they're happy at K State, and uh, but I think Oklahoma will kind of uh, bring them back down here this next week. Well, the new head coach in Manhattan is Chris Kleeman. He came down from North Dakota State, and in the Big 12 teleconference this week, he mentioned that he thought Oklahoma was improved on defense this season. Yes. Now, of course, right. last year he wasn't even in the conference, but would you agree with that statement from the coach of Absol- K-State? Yeah, absolutely. We kind of covered this uh, just a few minutes ago briefly. Um, I do. I think uh, Oklahoma's had their issues on defense, not on offense, but on defense they have. And they've just been kind of coming together this year. Finally, uh, you know the the uh, the situation with Terry, the outside linebacker, certainly doesn't help. But uh, you know they've been playing as a unit, so I think he's right. I mean, he's probably watched tapes. Uh, pardon me, watched game tape of years past. And so far, you would have to you would have to grade the Oklahoma defense as better than before for sure. Well, well, when he was when he was coaching the Bison of North Dakota State, he's like, if I could just get my hands on OU, we would knock them off like we knock off all these other schools. <laughs> Didn't quite happen. Hey, we've got a battle going on in Fort Worth at the Amon as the Horns try to do a little bit better than last week against KU as they have a game. It's a 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 kick on the Fox Network between the Horns and the Horn Frogs. Man, I I don't even know. As far as what Les Miles is going to bring, what team's going to show up at this point, it's just like, man, this is a team that go into Austin and beat Texas. This is a team that could lose it. Lose. He's got he's got a competitive team going out there. It's just uh, who knows what team is going to show up at Fort Worth TCU. I, I think is. you're losing it here. You said last miles. Did you mean Tom Herman, who's getting? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, the uh, the, the the Hatter uh, is is really really. Um, t- yeah, well, that's you know what that's a good point too. Who knows which team's going to show up in Texas? Actually. Texas has been pretty predictable on defense. They've been awful. Really? Uh, but uh, but Kansas is a different story. That team could be great well, or not great. Let's talk about Kansas now. They don't play yeah. TCU this weekend, but they do have the Red Raiders coming into Memorial Stadium oh, oh, in Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And this is going to be your evening game on Fox Sports 1. The Red Raiders with a tough loss last week. They're 3-4. and four. Kansas 2-5. and five. Ah, Looking on the surface, this looks like an evenly matched game in my opinion. Well, it should be. Although, if the Kansas team that showed up to play Texas shows up, uh, you know, then then it is not an evenly matched uh, game. Then Kansas is the clearly the better program there. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a couple of teams. Texas Tech is a little more predictable than Kansas at this point. The offense is struggling. Uh, the quarterback position with Jet Duffy is a is a giant hole in that offense. This is certainly nothing. The, David Yost is the offensive coordinator at, at Texas Tech now, formerly of Missouri fame. Some people might remember him from there. Um, but uh, he uh, hasn't quite found out. Well, there is no quarterback. He's got to suffer to Alan Bowman suffered a, an injury earlier in the year. He was a starter. And now Jet Duffy just hadn't been able to get anything going there. So the offense has been struggling. The defense has played fairly, fairly well, at least hard. Um, 
a lot of the times, but you got to get some first downs. Uh, so Texas Tech is kind of a known quantity. Uh, you know, defensive plays decently, and an offense has been struggling versus a Kansas team that can apparently put up millions of points at will on defenses when they want to. When, Char- <laughs> when uh, Les Miles has that juggernaut rolling, so um, it'll be a heck of an interesting game to watch. I think. Uh, Kansas, I mean, like I say, it's kind of what have you done for me lately? Uh, what I saw last week, uh, Kansas may be favored in this game and maybe should be. Hmm. Your other Big 12 game going on at Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. The Pokes, they try to rebound after losing to Baylor at home, and they'll be on the road at number 23, Iowa State, as the Cyclones spin into this one with a 5-2 and two record. I like uh, I like the Cyclones spinning into this one. That's that is pretty good. Um, hey, yeah, John, John Rawl. What can I say? That is impressive. I mean, I shouldn't be. That's just the way you roll. Uh, Iowa State. I've liked them all year. Looking good. Uh, had no trouble with Texas Tech. That offense seems to be clicking uh, pretty well there uh, for Iowa State. Brock Purdy. Uh, the passing leader in the Big 12 Conference. We've talked a little bit about him in the past, uh, what kind of a talented guy he is, a dual threat. Uh, not necessarily somebody who's a sprinter per se, but very athletic and can get a move around, get first downs, uh, bounce around back there in the pocket. Uh, this is a guy who had a chance to play at Alabama. That's the kind of talent that, that Brock Purdy has there in Ames. And, uh, he's starting to show it, and the Iowa State offense is starting to put up big numbers. Um, I like the I like the Cyclones. I like the Cyclones quite a bit. I think that team is rounding into form. Um, nobody really wants to play them now, in my opinion. If OSU loses this game, Okie Light will be four and four. Is that hot seat going to be turned up on the mullet man? You know, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so for for a very particular reason. Um, there is there is talent there, uh, so. Yes, they're, they're, they are they are fielding a true freshman quarterback in Spencer Sanders, and he has struggled at times, uh, as a true freshman will, uh, but he's clearly got talent. He's clearly got ability. Um, it's one of those situations where you, you just know if you're an Oklahoma State fan, you didn't come into this year thinking you were going to win the Big 12. At least most people didn't. Uh, you came into the year thinking, I wonder what our quarterback situation is going to look like. And I think you have a pretty good idea of what that quarterback situation is going to look like for a few years. And I think it looks pretty good. And you're just kind of dealing with a very, very young player uh, rounding into form. So, no, I don't think, uh, you know, they, they do have a high standard there in, in Stillwater. That's been a very good program over the last decade or so. But I think if you're looking realistically at what you're dealing with this year, with the turnover and talent, the wide receiver position, and uh, just the new quarterback, situation as a true freshman i think you you're probably pretty out down the line uh, no hot seat okay well what is that high standard to always tease the nation with hey this is their <laughs> year oklahoma state's going to be yeah. a champion and then yeah, they yeah. always blow it against oklahoma yeah that's kind of the thing i guess that's one way to look at it or maybe like jump into the top 10 flirt around with the top five and then lose a game that you can't believe yeah i mean it's all relative, right? I mean, that, a lot of teams would love to be in that position uh, to flirt around with a, with a league title and maybe even with a playoff berth some years, uh, but then fall apart. So, yeah, uh, sure, it's relative. I'm sure they want more than that. Uh, but, hey, if you look at it as a rebuilding year, I think Gundy uh, and his magical 
wonderful mullet. I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> All right. Two teams do not have to play this Big 12 weekend. You got West Virginia and Baylor taking a breather. Those two teams will be facing off on Halloween night, a big one at McLean Stadium. Okie dokie. That wraps up Big 12. Now, after the break, you stick around because General Gridiron Field Marshal of Football Foretelling is going to be on with his Week 9 prognostications. And you can pull out your little sheet and compare it to what the general predicts. And I bet you he might just have the upper hand. But regardless, it's going to be a good laugh. And you're going to enjoy General Gridiron. That's up next as the Y'all Kickoff Show Hour 1 continues. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is a gonna go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? Hey, Halloween's still a few days away, but the general thinks a few college football teams put on the wrong costume last Saturday. I'm looking at you, Wisconsin, Missouri, and Miami. So this week, who's going to be tricked and treated on the big Saturday leading up to Scary Thursday? 
Ready to get to the picks? I thought so. Grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Boston College at Clemson. Just when you thought the beings atop Chestnut Hill were left for dead, the Eagles soared back with a convincing win over the pack in Week 8. And don't forget that BC's two conference losses have been by a combined five points. So you're telling me the Adazio coach bunch has some South Boston pea and vinegar left in them? Eh, well, not exactly. If not for this primetime get-together in the Carolina Upstate, you could see a continuing uptick of them Yankee birds. But the Tigers aren't that hospitable. Heck, one of the CU's own players had to hitchhike back to campus after fisticuffs broke out in Louisville. The gloves will come off in this Atlantic Division clash, and BC will get a reality check right across the noggin. The Generals' victor, Clemson. Wisconsin at Ohio State. The Badger State Battalion evidently forgot a football contest is four quarters long, as an epic last-minute meltdown cost UW dearly in Champaign-Urbana last weekend. Now Paul Chris's team can't afford to let that loss to the Illini bite him in the tuchus two weeks in a row. Wisconsin's got to hit the road again, and this Saturday's challenge is even steeper. Beat a number three Buckeyes team in the horseshoe. The Scarlet and Gray are steadily moving back into the <clears throat> conversation, you know, where they make it to the natty and actually win it, like they did back in 2014. The Omnivores will play a complete game in Columbus, but those nuts just won't crack. The Generals victor, Ohio State. Tulane at Navy. The big easy wave wanders off course and smashes into the calm waters of the Severn River. The Greenies have been impressive thus far, sitting at 5-2. and two. With TU's football revival and that purple and gold team up in Baton Rouge doing pretty good too, times are good down on the bayou. But you can't overlook a Naval Academy armada that's marching to bowl eligibility and a possible return to the Americans' title contention. The mids and their dress whites are sitting pretty at 5-1, and one, and that includes a throttling of Air Force. Damn the torpedoes in this one. Navy Marine Corps Stadium will be a-rockin'. The General's victor... Navy. Penn State at Michigan State. The General's pretty sure all y'all got November 23rd circled on your iPhone. That's the date James Franklin and company pack up their belongings and visit Columbus of the Ohio for a possible rendezvous of Big Ten East unbeatens. True, but that's almost a month away. Plenty of action going on before then. And if you know anything about Sparty, he ain't about to just crown another rival champ before we even get to Halloween. Zeke, the Wonder Dog, and MSU will come out strong, but the fellows in white will prove they belong. The General's victor, Penn State. Oklahoma at Kansas State. A week away from Norman is just what the doctor ordered. Did you see the Sooner Schooner take a spill last week? Luckily, it appears the riders are okay. Okay and okay. <laughs> no, that's funny. While the wagons up on the rack getting repaired, Jalen Hurts and the OU football team, well, they look like they've just come off the assembly line. This finely tuned engine is firing on all cylinders. K-State will not be the easiest of traps awaiting the Frontiersmen, but this will mark the first of two trips QB1 will make to a spot called Manhattan over the next two months. The General's victor, Oklahoma. Ahead on General Gridiron, when Duke and North Carolina play, a victory bell trophy's up for grabs. 
and no hardware is on the line at Tiger Stadium, but top 10's Auburn and LSU have one monster of a contest with SEC implications. We'll tell you who wins, so keep it locked here on General Gridiron. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with the scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. Hello, hello, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the best radio stations the FCC has licensed, including WJGA FM 92.1. We play whatever we like in Jackson, Georgia. And in Macomb, Mississippi, WAKH FM 105.7 K106, Southwest Mississippi's big country. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Notre Dame at Michigan. Some college football knowledge for you. Michigan ranks number one in all-time win percentage and all-time wins. The Golden Domers are at four in all-time win percentage and six in all-time wins. So you're telling me these are superior programs? Uh, Not so fast. For two college football Goliaths nestled only 179 miles apart, they really haven't got together that often. This is their 44th clash in 150 years of college football. They only played twice between 1909 and 1978. Would love to see these Yankee boys duel every year, and maybe the one that takes the L will go back to irrelevancy the rest of the season, like N.D. will this year. The Generals' victor in an upset, Michigan. Duke at North Carolina. The Victory Bell Trophy's on the line when these two neighbors have their annual ACC Coastal Feud at Keenan Stadium. These familiar foes have a lot in common this year. A similar record, a battle-scarred coach leading them, and both walking to this one with bad losses in the Commonwealth of Virginia last Saturday. Mac Brown's triumphant reunion on Franklin Street might be tapering off a bit. What looked like a Cinderella season with Frosh QB Sam Howell could end up being another bowl-less year in Orange County. But to the east in Durham County, bowl talk and even a coastal title berth will have ears a-ringing, along with that victory bell. The general's victor, Duke. UCF at Temple. It seems the AAC East runs right through Cincinnati, but the two schools nipping on the Bearcats' claw get together in Philly this Saturday. The Owls and Knights have identical 5-2 overall records and 2-1 AAC marks. So something's got to give along the banks of the Delaware River. The Knights have simply not had the kind of red zone defensive joust. Opponents have scored 75% of the time they've reached the UCF 20. TU will keep that kind of offensive prowess going during this one, and it'll be a hoot for the home team Hooters. The Generals' victor, Temple. 
Washington State at Oregon. At 11 in all the land, the Ducks are the darling of the Pac-12. But that almost top 10 accolade ain't scaring the beast from the Palouse. Believe it or not, Wazoo has actually won every game in this divisional battle since 2015. And why not believe a fifth straight win is possible? The Quackers waddle into this one in Alton Stadium with Mojo on their side. Cyrus Leakio will be running hot in the Ducks' backfield, and his defense is ready to stomp out any adjustments made during the lead-up by the Pirate of Pullman. The Birds continue to rebound from that Auburn setback. The Generals' victor? Oregon. And speaking of the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn at LSU. The SEC West Tiger Throwdown. The number nine Jungle Cats out of East Alabama waltz into Death Valley for a CBS mid-afternoon matinee versus Ed Orgeron's number two Bayo Bengals are Tigers. What a game we have going on this football Saturday. The Gus bus seems to have repaired its malfunction in offense and trots freshman signal caller Bo Nix out for an opportunity to shock the world. Them Tigers of LSU know this particular Heart of Dixie Conference opponent will pack a punch. But Grant Delpit will be lurking in the secondary shadows and have that one shining moment when the purple and gold throng need it most. The Generals' victor, LSU in a close one. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but hang on to your helmet, there's more around the corner. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our Rapid Fire Picks. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Missouri inches past Kentucky. Appalachian State annihilates South Alabama. Pittsburgh pelts Miami. Air Force flies past Utah State. Nebraska neutralizes Indiana. Texas A&M outmaroons Mississippi State. Western Kentucky tops Marshall. TCU stings Texas. Princeton outsmarts Harvard. South Carolina puts Tennessee back in its place. Minnesota remains perfect against Maryland. Georgia State spanks Troy. Iowa State gets the W against Oklahoma State. Utah dominates California. Florida State gets a rare win against Syracuse. Alabama embarrasses Arkansas. Virginia vexes Louisville. Alcorn State outswacks the Southern Jaguars. Arizona beats Stanford. And the Mad Hatter's Kansas Jayhawks don't fall at the end this Saturday, knocking off Texas Tech. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this ninth week of college football edition of General Gridiron. 
We'll be back again next week. Same general gridiron time, same general gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, or download the Y'all Show free on iTunes podcast. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Simply search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to Y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South. That'll Y'all. Field Marshal, we couldn't do the show without you. Thank you there for your week nine picks. Well, that concludes this first hour of the Y'all Kickoff Show. You stay where you are. Don't you even think about getting up out of that seat or falling asleep either. Because when we come back after this little timeout, we're going to have the second hour of our Y'all Kickoff Show. We've got SEC football front and center. In fact, we're going to hear from the head coach of the Bayou Bengals, Ed Orgeron, as he addressed the media this week as his Tigers are getting ready to host the number nine Auburn Tigers at Tiger Stadium. Tigers, Tigers, Tigers. Tigers everywhere. In fact, we're going to hear from the other Tigers quarterback, Bo Nix of Auburn. He spoke this week about this matchup. We've got all that SEC fun coming at the start of the second hour. And then we'll segue into the ACC. And Jonathan Leifheit of CBS Sports Digital and the 24-7 Sports Network is going to be on to help us walk through the ACC action here. And then we have College Football Lanyap to close out this Y'all kickoff show. We'll look at all the American Conference games going on this weekend, CUSA, Sunbelt, and FCS action, as well as the latest rankings of FCS football. Is your favorite small college in the top 25? Well, they just might be. We'll share that poll and more as the second hour of the Y'all kickoff show is headed your way after this timeout. yell leader for the texas a&m aggies but if i were here's a little cheer i want y'all to help me out with you ready or it's not a cheer say yell let's all yell give me a y give me an apostrophe give me an a give me an l and why not just give me another l and what does that spell it spells y'all and this is the y'all kickoff show our to week nine and we've got sec football to talk as we start this hour in just a few we'll switch over to the atlantic coast conference as cbs sports digital's jonathan lifite will be joining me from acc country with a little preview of all the fun games going on in that conference later this hour we have college football lanyap american cusa and fun belt sun belt fun all that coming up plus fcs rankings standings and some of the big matchups in the football championship subdivision here in week nine all that on today's second hour of the y'all kickoff show with your host yours truly john rawl okay sec you get the lead off here in the second hour 
And we've got a huge game going on. In fact, I'm going to walk through all the games of the SEC in just a moment. But I can't help but start out with the big one in Southeastern Conference football. That would be Auburn, ranked number nine, at number two, LSU. And to get you ready for that one, for the big one of SEC football this weekend, but perhaps, and, and I would say it ain't no perhaps, it is the biggest top ten matchup. It's the biggest game in all of football here this weekend because it's a top ten matchup. LSU-Auburn. And to get you in the right mood for this one, the mid-afternoon game on CBS, we have audio, not only from the quarterback of the Tigers, Bo Nix, but starting out, if you can understand the guy, if you need a translator, go ahead and send in your request. We got Ed Orgeron, the Bayou Bengals skipper, as he spoke this week, getting ready for this big one at Death Valley. Let's go hear the coach talk about this humongous opportunity and this humongous game against the Auburn Tigers. As we know, a big football game for Louisiana State University in the state of Louisiana. And I know the Tiger Stadium is going to be on fire at 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to need them as a winning edge, uh, just like we did against Florida, just like we did against Georgia. And I know our fans are going to show up early and be ready to go. We're counting on them. A little bit about Auburn. First of all, they're a very good football team. They're very well coached. We know a lot about them. They know a lot about us. These last couple of games have come down to the last play. It's going to be a war. It's going to be a great game. A lot of those guys that we recruited, a lot of our recruits, they recruited. We know all their coaches. be a typical great SEC matchup on Saturday afternoon. Offensive spread led by Gus Malzahn, a very good play caller, very good coach. Seven returning starters, uh, 36 points a game. The big thing is they're averaging 240 yards per game rushing. Uh, this is the best offensive line that we're going to play so far this year. Five returning starters. They're experienced. They're very well coached. Uh, they're tough and they're physical. Uh, on offense, Bo Nix is their quarterback. We all know Cam Martin, the running back. Wide receivers are very good. Seth Williams an excellent player. On defense, the best defensive line we'll see. We have seen so far. Led by Derek Brown. I remember uh, going to recruit Derek Brown and he stand, stood up in the doorway and he filled up the whole doorway. And uh, that's the type of player he is, a mountain of a man. Uh, I'm glad he stayed. Uh, really is good for college football. And uh, he's probably going to be a top five pick. I recruited him. I wish that man the best of luck. Uh, obviously not this Saturday, but uh, I'm just good to see him playing very well. Uh, Coach Steele is a close friend. I'm glad to see Coach Steele. Uh, his defense doing very well. Very happy for the job that he's doing. Barton Davis is another guy we tried to recruit. Has six sacks this year, 18 quarterback. Hurry is very disruptive. Jeremiah Denson, strong safety, number 20, leads the team in tackles. Kevin's a 4-3 guy. He's given only 17 points per game. Uh, 94 yards rushing, 225 passing. Uh, doesn't have to blitz much uh, because of the rush he gets from his four-man rush. On special teams, they're solid with a lot of speed. We're looking forward to this week of preparation. Uh, we'll go through the process. Today's Tell the Truth Monday. There's a lot of things that we need to correct uh, from the Mississippi State game on all three phases. I do believe our team is going to be hungry this week. They know the, the magnitude of this football game, but they'll be ready to play. Yo, yo, yo. Ed Orgeron, head coach of LSU, as his Tigers host the Auburn Tigers. Death Valley, it's your CBS game of the week. 
and it's going to be awesome to see Auburn and LSU get together here as we wrap up the month of October. Well, on the other sideline, a guy leading the Auburn Tigers, not necessarily the head coach, but he's the coach of the offense, is freshman Bo Nix out of Pinson, Alabama, a guy with a great Auburn pedigree at only 19 years young. He's looking like a he's looking like a salty old Auburn Tiger leading this Auburn offense. And he comes in knowing that Auburn has not won in Death Valley in his entire lifetime. Yeah, he was born February of 2000. Auburn has not won in Death Valley Bo Nix's entire lifetime. Poor guy. Poor, poor guy. In fact, that was asked of him earlier this week. He had a pretty good response to that. Well, he also had pretty good responses to a bunch of questions. And let's go to the Plains now and hear from Bo Nix, quarterback of the Auburn Tigers, as he gets his unit ready to go against the LSU Tigers. I think they're just very athletic and they're very confident in um, just coming up there and getting in your face and making you make plays. I think that's, um, as a defense, if you have those kind of players, I mean, why wouldn't you do that? So um, we just have to we have to have a good good scheme and just come out there and, and win one-on-one uh, matchups, run the ball effectively, uh, so that when it comes down to it at the end of the game, we're we're in a tight game and we can win the game. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of a lot of smack talk and stuff like that, but um, honestly, it hadn't been as much as I, I realized that it was going to be in college. I mean, we have all the all the confidence in the world in them. Um, they've been here. Um, for a long time working just as hard as anybody else and so they'll be ready and um, they'll be confident and whoever's out on the field will have give us the best chance of winning the game. I think it's huge because obviously you can't double both of them. Um, like I've mentioned before, you either can cover one and you leave the other one in a one-on-one matchup and so it's just our job as an offense to take advantage of those and then obviously those two are really good players so they're, they're going to make the play and we feel confident in that. I think uh, with the way things stand, I think this is really important game to win, and um, we're not definitely not going in there thinking about losing the game. So we're going to do whatever we can um, to win the game and bring it home. So we it gives us the best chance to to make it further in the season and eventually make it, make it to the championship. Number ten for the Auburn Tigers, Bo Nix, speaking earlier this week as he gets his Auburn Tigers offense ready to take on the number two LSU. Bio Bengals. Well, that matchup coming up here is going to be awesome this football weekend. We've got a little bit more to help you get ready for that matchup that we'll share with you in a second. But right now, if you don't mind, let me go ahead and walk through the entire SEC slate for week number nine. The Missouri Tigers will be at Kroger Field in Lexington, Mizzou, with a very disappointing loss last week in Nashville to the Vanderbilt Commodores. UK returns to the big shopping bag with his matchup on the SEC Network. It's your Saturday evening contest on the SEC Network, set for a 7.30 Lexington time, 6.30 Central time. It's the Tigers and the Cats. And Lexington, Kentucky, a great place to see a football game. And now that it's not so darn hot out there, as they're getting ready here to start basketball, you better go see a football game, Cat fans, before it's all basketball. But yes, Kentucky needs to get that comeback win after they lost last weekend. Tough performance there in between the hedges in Athens. But in the end, Georgia shuts them out. Kentucky returns home with this battle against the Missouri 
Tigers. The Alabama Crimson Tide have your Saturday evening game on ESPN set for a 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Tuscaloosa time kick. The number one Tide hosts the Arkansas Razorbacks. And after this game, Coach Nick Saban gets to take a little breather. They're off for a week, and then they host those LSU Tigers in a couple of days. But right now, Arkansas is the opponent. Shouldn't be too much of a challenge for the home team in this one. The Aggies of Texas A&M try to make it two in a row against schools from the Magnolia State as Joe Moorhead's Mississippi State Bulldogs ride into Kyle Field. This is your early game on the SEC Network set for a 12 noon, 11 o'clock Aggieland time kick. And we'll see if the Ags and Kellamon can come out and do a good job there against the Bulldogs of Mississippi State in the maroon battle, I like to call this one and Jimbo Fisher's program getting a big win last week against Mississippi State's rival from the Magnolia State, the Mississippi Sharks, just couldn't come back and couldn't get that victory at home against the Aggies. And Jimbo and crew got that road win. Now they try to rebound here with a home victory. They haven't had a home victory, I guess, in a while, and they need this one as they've got the Bulldogs coming in for this high noon Eastern 11 o'clock kick from Kyle Field. The South Carolina Gamecocks, they'll be at Neyland Stadium. They'll be taking on a Tennessee program that gave Alabama a lot of lot of trouble last week. South Carolina gave Florida a lot of trouble. In the end, both the Cox and the Vols lost their matchups in Week 8. Week 9 gives them a whole new lease on life. This game there from the General in Knoxville set for a 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock kick on the SEC Network. Ryan Alinsky looked a little better last week, but not quite as good as he did in that first half against Georgia. And we'll see how well he does. Now, the Tennessee Vols quarterback question is one that Will Muschamp referenced this week in his press availability. Even Jeremy Pruitt's kind of keeping a little bit mum on it. We don't know who it's going to be. We saw last week in that game against Alabama, Pruitt was not very happy with Garantano, his veteran quarterback. And we may see a change. And if he doesn't announce it, I don't blame him. We'll keep it under wraps. But it's the Vols and the Gamecocks in this pre-Halloween fun fest there from the banks of the Tennessee in Knoxville. And then the big one in the SEC this weekend, it's number nine Auburn at number two LSU. It's the CBS Gary Danielson special, and it's going to set for a 330 Eastern, 230 Baton Rouge time from Tiger Stadium. And Coach Gus Bus, Gus Malzahn comes in there after a good victory on the road last week, tries to back it up with a victory against LSU. LSU's got a lot to play for. They win this game, they get to go play those Alabama Crimson Tide, the Elephants, with a lot of wind at their back. It'll be a matchup almost kind of like Texas-Arkansas of 1969. Now that we're at the 50th anniversary of that feat, you just might have a number one Alabama, number two LSU at Bryant-Denny. Is President Nixon going to fly in and declare a national championship here for that game in a couple of weeks? Don't know, but this one here, the the prequel to the big matchup with the Crimson Tide, ought to be a darn good one, too, as Auburn's got a lot to play for. If Auburn shocks the nation and gets this victory, it just might be the Auburn Tigers that have all the momentum heading into the end, the the back nine, the the amen corner of the college football schedule, and perhaps with them hosting Alabama at the end of the year at Jordan Hare, hey, this could be your SEC champion if all works out. But remember, Auburn's got that freshman quarterback in Bo Nix. Going to be a tough challenge. This will be a fun game to tune in here in Week Nine. And that is a quick look at the breakdown of the Week Nine action of the Southeastern Conference. 
And we hope you have a great Saturday watching all this fun starting at noon Eastern, 11 Central, the Bulldogs and the Aggies, and then wrapping it up with Missouri and Kentucky into the evening hours from Kroger Field. Yes, another thrilling SEC football weekend, especially the LSU-Auburn game. Man, that's going to be an instant classic. Well, we've got ACC football still to get to. In fact, after the break, stick around because the victory bells up for grabs when Duke and North Carolina get together at Keenan Stadium. Jonathan Lifeite, 24-7 Sports, CBS Sports Digital is going to help me walk through all the ACC fun and more. That's up next as the Y'all Show, our number two kickoff edition continues. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Clemson gets together with Boston College here on this ninth weekend of college football. The Tigers ranked number four in the country. Welcome back into the Y'all Kickoff Show as we get you ready for a kickoff. And now our ACC little spotlight here on the Y'all Kickoff Show, hour number two. We'll walk through with Jonathan Leifite all the ACC action here in just a second. But before we do that, we've got some news from the ACC that we want to share with you, if you don't mind. And we'll start off with what's going on in Clemson, South Carolina. Dabo Sweeney is the highest paid coach in the U.S. of A. with a $9.3 million annual take-home 
not bad pay, Jonathan Lifite. Yeah, that's a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good paycheck for a day's work. And uh, he's, he's, I think he's probably making more in a day than I'm probably making all year. But nonetheless, uh, he's, he's doing quite well for himself. And, uh, we, we, we knew that he had signed that contract over the summer and, and the terms that came out then. And I think, uh, uh, the, the reason that this comes up again was, uh, I think USA Today does an annual kind of disclosure of who the highest paid coaches are. And, and Dabo manages to squeak by, uh, by, uh, Nick Saban, Alabama by about a half a million a year. Um, and, you know, right on down the list, number of players, the number of coaches over, uh, six million to me is, is kind of just a staggering when you, when you consider that, you know, 12, 13 years ago, I think there was only one coach over three million. Yeah. Yes. With 9.3, he's making more than Nick Saban and 8.85 million dollars. Other coaches of note, Jimmy Harbaugh at Michigan making right at seven and a half million dollars a year. Jimbo Fisher also at that 7.5. Georgia coach Kirby Smart at $6.87 million a year. The rest of most of these coaches are SEC, a couple of Big 12s. What I don't get is Purdue coach Jeff Brom. He's on the list at eight with $6.6 million. He's making more than Lincoln Riley at OU. Yeah, well, he got away with that because he had that big upset of Ohio State and then Louisville came calling, and so they didn't want to lose him, so they ponied up the money. Well, good job, Purdue, for ponying up the money. I don't think any other ACC program comes in in the top ten, only Clemson, and they're number one with the highest-paid coach. But as a lot of people would say, very well-deserved. When you win two national championships out of the last couple of years, you get $9.3 million, as Dabo Swinney is currently bringing home there in Pickens County, South Carolina. Speaking of Coach Dabo, he was in the news over the weekend for what he did to a player, a player who threw a punch in the game at Louisville, and he is now talking about this. Andrew Booth got in a little skirmish, if you want to call it. A a cheap shot was thrown in the game against Louisville this weekend, and Coach Sweeney admitted in his press conference this week that he made the freshman defensive back not fly back with the team, but ride back on the bus from Louisville to Clemson, South Carolina. Jonathan, what did you think of that? I thought that was uh, quite fitting and a a pretty good response to kind of what happened on the field. It was a good punishment. You know, make the kid think about it, separate him from the team, give him some solitude, and 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 also kind of punish him a little bit. So, I, I actually recall Paul Johnson did something similar with an offensive lineman in El Paso a number of years ago, uh, and the kid ended up, uh, you know, putting him on a bus to send him home. And uh, he actually stopped off in Dallas, hopped off the bus, and bought a plane ticket, flew home, and that pretty much got him kicked off the team. So, uh, it was a pretty good. Uh, uh, pretty pretty interesting saga there, but uh, I think Dabo did absolutely the right thing. Perfect punishment uh, for what the kid did, and and uh, you know I doubt he'll do it again. He'll probably uh, be a little more strained going forward. And that was not the only punishment coming to the players. I guess his discipline includes more than that for Andrew Booth, but that's pretty good discipline there. And to his credit, he actually rode back with a bunch of equipment people with the Clemson football program. So if the equipment people have to drive, then there's nothing that makes a football player above them. So, Mr. Booth, hopefully you enjoyed the scenery of Kentucky and East Tennessee on your way back to Clemson, South Carolina. You know, the leaves are pretty this time of year in the Smokies. Maybe he got to see some of that. (laughs) Yeah, if it wasn't too far. 
doggy. I'm sure he did. All right. Jonathan, let's get to some injury news going on in the ACC. Wake Forest linebacker Justin Strand, he will miss the rest of the season after rupturing his biceps tendon last week in that game against Florida State. What do you know about that? Uh, well, he, he I believe it was uh, – Kind of late. Was it late in the first or early in the in the second half? I'm not. I can't remember for sure. Uh, but he came out with an injury, and and you know turns out to be a, a season ender for him. That's a pretty decent loss for Wake Forest. He was a and one of their leaders on defense, so he'll be missed for them for sure. And they and they didn't exactly have a great defense to begin with. Really solid, you know, pretty solid, but uh, you know, but not not uh, top of the line. So you lose a player, one of your top players. It's gonna They'll pay the price for it down the road. Yes, and this linebacker, he actually was leading the team with 69 total tackles, and that ranks seventh in the ACC with nine and a half tackles per game. But he's going to be out now the rest of the season with this injury. And best of luck to Dave Clawson trying to regroup there and find somebody to fill the shoes. Jonathan, a story just came out on ESPN about Richard Yergin, who has connections to two ACC programs. Fill us in on this. Yeah, so uh, Richard Yergin was a really highly regarded uh, um, defensive lineman that uh, he w- was recruited and ended up uh, uh, heading to Clemson. Um, but then while he was there, um, there was a rainy night, and he ended up in a car accident and had a pretty severe uh, you know, back and neck injury, uh, ended up having a couple of vertebrae, and uh, – over time, you know, he, he never really came back and did not expect to come back to play. And then they, uh, they ended up doing one last surgery on him. And at the end of it, they told him, oh, you ought to be able to clear to play. And so uh, he went back to, to, to Dabo. And Dabo didn't really like the idea too much because he was worried about the kid's future, rightly so. But the doctors all gave him clearance. And uh, he was set to graduate. And he decided, you know what? You know, I've been doing all this at Clemson. I'm going to go somewhere where I really can play. And uh, BC stepped up and said, hey, yeah, we'll take you. You know, he came in as a grad transfer. And so now he's working on his second master's degree after he got the first one from Clemson. Uh, on top of that, he's got a, he's got a wife and kid. And um, he was all set to, to take a big job, I, I think, up in the up in the Midwest somewhere. Um, highly paid, uh, had a high-paying job. And and he got this opportunity and decided to take it. And uh, he's made the most of it, uh, playing very well uh, uh, for the Eagles thus far. And uh, he might even get a chance at the next level. We'll just have to see. But uh, it's it's a really great story, and it's good to see somebody, you know, overcome what was really almost, a, uh, you know, a, a life-ending injury. Um, and he could have easily faced paralysis, and all of it worked out very well for him. And and now he's he's got a chance to play you know football at the highest level in in college and and uh, making the most of it. So a really heartwarming story. It's the ninth weekend here of college football, and in the ACC, several teams take a little breather, and that includes the NC State Wolfpack as well as Virginia Tech and the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. As far as teams suiting up here on this football Saturday, Jonathan, it's going to be a pretty good one in Pitt because the Panthers are a rising team at Heinz Field here at high noon on this football Saturday, 11 Central on ESPN, the Hurricanes try to regroup after that loss to georgia tech and they'll be visiting those pit panthers your thoughts on this one yeah so pit is one of those teams that seem annually like uh um, they dig themselves into a hole in the non-conference and then kind of finally get it put together you know they hit the conference now now they've been playing some really rough tough uh, out of conference schedules 
but uh, you know, this year they've had it a little easier, so they've got a, a sport a nice five and two record. And Pat Narduzzi has quietly and slowly but surely kind of built that program into you know a much more solid, uh, a much more solid uh, team than than what he came in there with. He's done a pretty good job there, and uh, I, I think it's going to come down to Pitt and Virginia for the for the uh, for the coastal title. And uh, I, I really don't know which team would uh, is going to win that. Hmm. Well, Jonathan, meanwhile, in Tallahassee, a pair of three and four programs out of the Atlantic Division face off as the Orange of Syracuse try to regroup after that loss to Pitt on Friday of last week. And they'll be down at Doak Campbell taking on an FSU program. This game is going to be televised on ESPN2 at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. Yep, and uh, this will be an interesting game. I, I just don't know what to make of Florida State. They, uh, you know, they'll look good one week, or they'll look good in one half, and then they'll come out in the next in the next half and look bad, or the next game look bad. And I, I'm really not sure. I, I, to me, I think Florida State should beat Syracuse at this point, but they're just so unpredictable, and and really, you just don't know what you got with them. So I, I can't say for sure, especially with that game being down at Doak Campbell Stadium. You would expect them to win, but. Uh, it's just not it's not not a not a for sure that's 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 given willie taggart's team almost pulled off the road win at wake in week eight did you have a chance to see any of that and if so what was improved by fsu in that game well their defense played a good bit better and and uh of course they didn't face wake you know fully uh they didn't wake didn't have jamie newman they're they're really good quarterback but i thought the defense did better but their offense is still kind of a very, very much a work in progress. Great skill position talent, um, but their quarterback situation is, is not great, and their offensive line situation is is even worse. I think they. I'm trying to decide who has the worst offensive line. It's either Miami or or, or FSU, both of which, uh, you know, you, you would not expect in the ACC for both of them to be near the bottom. But that's where we're at, and uh, both of them are struggling with line play. A cross-divisional matchup taking place at the Little Red Bird Stadium in Louisville as Louisville hosts the Virginia Cavaliers. This is a matchup of two teams with winning records. This on the ACC Network at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central Time, Mr. Lifite. Yeah, I, I think Virginia can win this game, but uh, Louisville has certainly played a lot better this year than most people expected. And uh um, I expect I expect it to be a pretty good game, but I, I do think UVA can pull it out on the road. Got a rivalry game going on in the Coastal we'll get to in just a second. But before we get to that, BC goes down to Death Valley as the number four Clemson Tigers await. The Tigers, of course, 7-0 and on the season. BC with a big win over NC State in the previous week. And now BC heads south to Memorial Stadium for this matchup. BC 4-3. and This will be a ACCN nighttime contest. Kickoff there from Clemson at 7.30 Eastern time. Jonathan, do the Eagles have any chance nope not a chance at all well you just kill the buzz yeah i did <laughs> that's all right uh, clemson's gonna kill the eagles so that's the way it'll go all right jonathan the victory bells on the line as north carolina and duke have their rivalry game this at keenan stadium it's set for an accn acc in extra digital only for this one at four o'clock eastern three o'clock central the devils and david cutcliffe they got demolished last week at uva and north carolina 
absolutely could have, should have won against VPI, but they ended up losing that game in six overtimes. Rivalry game, victory bell on the line, Duke, North Carolina. Mr. Lifeheight, your thoughts? Well, I mean, I, I mentioned the inconsistency of North Carolina, and I thought Duke was putting together a nice you know, kind of run, and then they absolutely laid an egg in Charlottesville. So, uh, man, this is a tough one to call. But uh, um, I really like how uh, Sam Howell at, U, at, uh, at UNC is developing. And as he as the season goes along, he seems to be getting better and better. So uh, I think UNC can win this one. And uh, I think Cutcliffe is going to get set back home with, with a loss. Now, David Cutcliffe, let's talk about him for a minute. If he ends up having a ho-hum year here in a, in a year where the Coastal still is anybody's for the taking, is the pressure on him? Is he going to likely step away? No. Okay. Uh, he's there as long as he wants. He has been by far uh, the most winningest coach that they have had probably since Wallace Wade. And, and I realize that he, they had Spurrier in there, but they had no chance to keep him once the Florida job came open. Uh, but he is, he is basically going to be uh, – he can coach there as long as he wants. And uh, unless things really fall off the map, uh, they'll be quite happy with him. He has done and worked miracles there. Even getting five or even if he has a season where he only gets four or five or six wins, um, he'll still be uh, there. Won't be any pressure on him. He, he's he's basically they know what they've got, and they know that uh, the, the odds of them finding somebody better out on the open market are pretty slim. Well, what they have there with David Cutcliffe, the Alabama alum, who, of course, was an assistant on Rocky Top and was head coach at Mississippi and then went back to Rocky Top as his assistant. He's 65 years young, Jonathan. And here's a guy who could easily be in the easy chair, taking it easy. And have you heard any any rumblings that he might be headed to retirement? Not at all. And keep in mind that just in the, on, the other side of the, on the other side of the field next weekend, there will be a 68-year-old head coach uh, coaching against him so uh you know 70 is the new 60 so well uh, (laughs) that's true but that that guy that's older than him mac brown is who you're referencing he just got back into the thick of things and Cutcliffe, to to his credit has been coaching the devils for several years now what 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 was it 2000 2008 was his first uh first season there He, he was hired in the December of 2007. Did he take over immediately after Ted Roof was fired? I believe he did. Okay. All right. Well, David Cutcliffe, we're not trying to say you got to go, Dave. But, hey, Duke fans want you to win this weekend and get that victory bell back to Durham. I'm Kai. <laughs> when we come back, it's our final segment here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. We've got college football and yap headed your way. We're going to take a look around the American Conference games going on here, the Sun Belt Games, Conference USA, and FCS football in the South. All that ahead in our final segment of the Y'all Kickoff Show. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs) 
Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hey, y'all. Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires. Which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Attention on deck, attention on deck. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show, Hour 2. It's college football lanyap, and it's time to talk American Football Conference, or whatever the heck that conference is called, you know, AAC, the conference that includes the Navy Midshipman. And Navy, attention, is hosting Tulane at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium and now, welcome in John Rawl here in the final segment to talk about the Navy two-lane matchup and more AAC action. Take it away, Commander Rawl. Well, thank you. <laughs> Where did that guy come from? Yes, in Annapolis, 
Tulane sails in to Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium for a mid-afternoon game on CBSSN, this part of the AAC lineup here this weekend. Tulane had a chance last week at Memphis to win and kind of outdistance the Tigers and show everybody that they were for real. And Memphis kind of walloped the Green Wave and Willie Fritz as Coach Fritz takes his unit to Annapolis to face off against Ken Niamatololo and the midshipmen in this mid-afternoon game. Other ACC fun going on here in this week nine. UMass hosts the UConn Huskies in a battle of two teams that might be playing each other every year now that UConn's getting ejected from the AAC. The South Florida Bulls will be in Greenville, North Carolina to take on the East Carolina Pirates at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. That game televised on ESPNU set for a 345 Eastern North Carolina time kick. The Tulsa Golden Hurricane have the Memphis Tigers coming into Chapman Stadium. This is the follow-up to that two-lane Navy game on CBS SN, set for a roughly a 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock Tulsa time kick there between the Tigers and the Golden Hurricane. And your final AAC game here this weekend, UCF tries to get another win. They've had a little bit of a struggle with two losses, and they face off against another two-loss team as the Temple Owls welcome in the Knights to Lincoln Financial Field. This game is going to be on ESPN2, and it starts at 7 Philly time on, again, ESPN2 is where you can tune in and catch that one. To the CUSA ranks we go, and the Golden Eagles of Southern Miss will be in Houston to take on the Rice Owls. This is a high noon central kick on ESPN+. Plus, The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers will be at Marshall. North Texas is at Charlotte here this weekend. FIU is in Murfreesboro to take on the MTSU Blue Raiders. The FAU Owls will be in Old Dominion land, and the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs will be in El Paso to take on the Miners that game an ESPN3 broadcast, and that will be at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. By the way, NFL Network's got that FIU-MTSU game, which will start at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Borough time kick from Floyd Stadium there on the MTSU campus. To the Fun Belt, and the games going on here include a number 21 Appalachian State Mountaineer time team going down to Mobile and at Lad People Stadium there in Mobile, the South Alabama Jags await. This is an ESPNU game set for noon Eastern, 11 Central. And Coach Drinkwitz has done a wonderful job in his first year coaching the Mountaineers. And now that they are still perfect on the season with no losses, even have a Power 5 win to their credit against the Tar Heels, they've got this battle in Mobile against USA, USA. <laughs> New Mexico State will be in Statesboro as Allen E. Paulson Stadium hosts this battle between the Aggies and the Georgia Southern Eagles. And Georgia Southern with heavy hearts as one of their players died this week. And we'll keep him in our thoughts and prayers as we enter this football contest. It's a 3 o'clock Statesboro time kick, 2 o'clock Central ESPN3 is your outlet to watch this one. The Texas State Bobcats will be in Jonesboro, where the Arkansas State Red Wolf Indians await. This is a 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Centennial Bank Stadium time kick. And finally, in the Sun Belt, the Troy Trojans will be at the Georgia State Panthers in a battle of two teams not all that far apart from each other. This going down at Georgia State Stadium. And will Sean Elliott get another win in his belt and advance his team back to a bowl game here in 2019? ESPN Plus is the outlet for this one, set for a 7 o'clock Atlanta time kick between the GSU Panthers and the Troy 
Trojans. And that is your Sunbelt lineup here for this ninth weekend. Now to the FCS we go. Let me tell you about some of our Southern teams in the latest FCS coaches poll. First off, the North Dakota State Bison have every single number one vote. They're unanimous at number one. And they are, of course, your defending national champ. Probably five of the last six years, the Bison have won that thing. And they're going to be on ESPN game day this weekend as they're at South Dakota State. South Dakota State, by the way, the number three team in FCS football. Should be a fun ESPN Saturday morning there between the Jackrabbits and the Bison. The Virginia representative in the top 25, the James Madison Dukes, are at number two in the latest FCS Coaches Bowl. The other Southern teams that have made it into the FCS Coaches Bowl, the Owls of Kennesaw State, come in at number four. You have also from the South, the Bears of UCA, the Central Arkansas Bears, are at number 10. The Furman Paladins, which had a tough loss to the Citadel last week, they fell six spots this week, and they find themselves at number 14 in the latest poll. The Nichols Colonels are at number 15. they got a guy named Forcade in the backfield as their quarterback. Yes, son of former Saints quarterback John Forcade. Also in the south, the Towson Tigers are at 17. They're out of the Baltimore area. The North Carolina A&T is at 18. They had a tough loss earlier this week. They actually played on Sunday and lost at the FAM at FAMU. The Rattlers beat North Carolina A&T, and the Aggies are at 18 in the latest poll. Also in the south, the Jacksonville State Gamecocks are at number 21. That FAMU team moved up to number 23 after their big win over A&T. And Sam Houston State, the Bearcats, are at number 25 in the latest FCS Coaches Bowl. As far as standings of some of our southern FCS programs in the Big South Conference, the Kennesaw State Owls and the Campbell Fighting Camels from Bowie's Creek, North Carolina, lead that conference. Both have 2-0 and conference marks. And that is a great start for both of those programs. CAA, those James Madison Dukes are at 4-0. Villanova, Albany, and New Hampshire are at 3-1, nipping on their heels. In the Ivy League, just to give you a quick glance at that, Dartmouth, Princeton, and Harvard are all undefeated in that conference. And the MEAC, Bethune-Cookman, and FAMU are both 4-0. and in the Ohio Valley Conference, congratulations to the Skyhawks of UT Martin, as UT Martin is 5-2 and two overall, but still undefeated in OVC play at 4-0. Austin P is at 2-1, as well as Eastern Kentucky and SEMO. And in the Pioneer Football League, you got the Stetson Hatters at 2-1, and one, as well as Davidson 2-1 and one in that league. Southern Conference, the Chattanooga Mocs are the only team that have not had a, a conference loss. The Mocs are 3-0. and oh. Walford, Furman, and VMI are nipping on the Mocs heels. That's in the Southern Conference. Southland Conference, you have the Sam Houston State Bearcats. The Incarnate Word Cardinals are all 4-1, and one, as well as Nichols and UCA at 3-1 and one in that conference. As far as SWAC football, historic black college football, the Alcorn State Braves are the darlings of the East Division of that conference with a 3-0 and oh mark. On the west side of thing, the Southern Jags are 3-0, and oh, and that's the latest standings of some of our FCS football teams going in to this ninth weekend of college football now quickly a couple of matchups going on in fcs to let you know about before the weekend's up in the fcs william and mary will be at maine richmond's at rhode island those campbell camels will be at gardner webb in a battle of north carolina schools the undefeated in the socon chattanooga mocks will be at wofford tough challenge there the mercer bears and the citadel bulldogs get together at johnson haygood stadium that undefeated in the ovc ut martin bunch will be in cape Girardeau to play the semo redhawks 
here this weekend. Austin P will be in Cookville to take on the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. You have North Alabama. They'll be in Kennesaw to take on the Owls. First matchup there, I think, between the Lions of UNA and Kennesaw State. Towson will be at JMU. You'll have the Magic City Classic in Birmingham, the Alabama A&M Bulldogs, and the Alabama State Hornets. Also, you have the South Carolina State Bulldogs in Daytona Beach to take on the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. McNeese will be at Stephen F. Austin. Sam Houston State is in Conway to visit the Central Arkansas Bears. And that's some of your FCS action here on this weekend. And that'll put a wrap on this week's Y'all Kickoff Show. Thank you all very much for listening. It's been a pleasure, and we hope you enjoy your football Saturday. Until next week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy all the games. And from Dixie with Love, we'll get us to kickoff. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting AWESOME to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting AWESOME to 84888. That's A-W-E-S-O-M-E to 84888. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is in Introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 9999. That's promo code 9999 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires 
or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to poof. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners.